Hey, this is Big Papa Pump Scott's Diner. Yes, yes, it is me, Gerald Zipupe. Hey, this is Joe Gatto. Well, hello there. It's me, Harold the Puppet. This is Eric Young. This is Johnny Wrestling, Johnny Gargano, and you are listening to Shootin' Poop. The following podcast is brought to you by the Jonas Podcasting Network, found exclusively at WrestlingWithJonas.com. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to episode number 68 of Shootin' Shit. As always, I am Giovanni Tuhati, the hot one. I'm here with the prem- Premier Joey K. Where'd he go? Like, he literally was just here right before I hit the record button. Yeah. Okay, ne- next, D- DDJ. Hey, guys. And the Silver Wolf. <laughs> what's up? Well, <laughs> I'll tell you what's up, gentlemen. Episode 68. It's a new year. It's 2023. This is the first one of the new year. Oh, man. Are you guys ready? I'm ready. I said, are you ready? Then, for the thousands not in attendance, for the the dozens and dozens watching this on (laughs) YouTube, ladies and gentlemen, let's get ready to podcast. Against better judgment. <laughs> and even forsaking legal counsel and advice. I've decided to appear contractually obligated to this show, even though it is complete disrespect on the side of shooting shit genres podcast network. I am anonymous. <laughs> their their lack of discretion in our current legal proceedings. So I have decided to fulfill my end because that's the kind of person I am to appear here on the show. 
So what up with the mask then? Yeah, what's the new look, buddy? Nah, dude, you should have well, like said you're in El Primero. Oh no, no, no. Yeah, no. El Primero. This is this is just so I can appear on the show and not get fined. <laughs> so it's not your likeness. So they don't know that's Joey K under there. It's not Joey K. Ladies and gentlemen, that is it's not, not Joey, Joey K. K. It may or may not be the premiere <laughs> Joey K. It may or may not be El Generico. It may not be Juan Cena. Are you able to smoke through that thing? Of course he is. He's a, he's a pro, bro. I'm a fucking professional. Thank you. It's the best I am a pro. Yeah. He's a pro, man. He's a pro. He's a pro. So. <sighs> We're all pros no, here. We're all talking that's pro just special, That's just special effects. It's okay that your mask is not movie quality. Man. It, took, <laughs> it took James Cameron eight years for me to be able to blow that smoke out to this mask. CGI, baby, CGI. Uh, $46 million spent just to do that one effect. This is this is what I contribute to the show, but okay, you know, fuck me for speaking my mind, right? If if this show had $46 million, a $46 million budget just to do that one shot, I don't think any of us would be working right now. If we had a $46 million budget, DDJ would own... We wouldn't own... be spending it on that fucking shit. No, yeah, no, 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 no. DDJ would own a life-size replica of Matt Taven with a good reindeer. No, he would have Matt Taven in a box. And when, and when, he, sque- <laughs> and when he squeezes it, like, like, it smells like coconut Like a basketball, just just like a glass box. <laughs> Matt Taven would show up to his house, climb down in the basement. Go in, stand there. It puts the lotion on its skin. <laughs> <laughs> hey, so uh, so Javon, I got an idea for a new. I got an idea for a new segment for uh for the show this week. Okay. So y'all remember uh back in the day in like the late eighties uh, Saturday mornings uh like I think it was on CBS Pee Wee's Playhouse. Pee Wee's Playhouse. Who doesn't know Pee Wee? Yeah. And that's so. Remember, remember how they always used to do the uh, secret word of the day? Yes. That was like one of the best parts, right? Oh, it was the funnest part of the whole show. So you know what I'm thinking? No, Let's bring the magic of that segment to this show today. So um, in order to demonstrate for those youngins who are watching the show who ne- maybe never heard I'm of sure Pee-wee's Playhouse. <laughs> <laughs> you know, for those who are too young to you know, know Pee-wee's Playhouse, we brought on a special little guest to explain how this segment works. So I'm going to play a little video for you. So here we go. Oh, so here much we go. Today's secret word, Cocky. Today's secret word is... Jeff Jarrett. Now, you all remember what to do whenever anyone says a secret word, right? Scream! Right! For the rest of the day, whenever anyone says a secret word, scream real loud! Ready? Let's try her out. Hey, Jovan. Yo. Who beat Razor Ramon for the Intercontinental <laughs> title at the 1995 Royal Rumble? Oh, man, you know you're the trivia guy. Hold on. That's, uh, that, that was Jeff Jarrett. Yeah! <laughs> See what I've been putting up with while you were gone, bro? 
This is what I've been doing. This is what I've been in the trenches taking grenades for a fucking year and a half. I know, dude. And these two fucking chuckleheads. I've been throwing this Jeff Jarrett stuff at me, dude. I'm. I swear to God. You just hey, do me a favor. Tell Crystal to go ahead and box your shit. <laughs> Fucking hate you both. Hate you both. You're the one who said it, man. I didn't say said shit. what. You said Jeff Jarrett. I heard you clearly. <laughs> I'm choking the shit out of both of you next time I see you. Both of you are going to sleep. Well, I am supposed to be coming down to your house to watch the Royal Rumble, so. Oh, shoot. Okay, let's see. Why is Dennis asleep on the floor? Because. Because of why? Why, Jovan? (laughs) Jeff Jarrett. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Okay. We got the Jarrett giggles out. Okay. Let's do uh let's get serious. I hate you. I hate you both. Love you, man. Let's get serious. When are we ever serious? When are we ever serious? You know what was you serious what, actually, though? Actually, real quick before we do get into it, we do I do want to get a little serious here. Uh, it's Uh-oh. great news. Uh, I'm sure we all we've all talked about it and stuff, but you know what happened at the Monday night game with uh uh was it Daymar uh Oh, Hamlin and stuff, you know, unfortunately went into cardiac arrest after taking, you know, a, a shot, you know, during the game. And it's just great to see that. I mean, from everything we're starting to hear is that he's making progress and stuff. And, you know, we hear it shooting shit, send the, you know, the T's and P's out to his family and, you know, everybody, you know, because for, a, you know, hopefully he gets back to a hundred percent and stuff. Cause that was, that was real life. That was legit. One of the scariest things I'd ever seen saw on TV. And and like a true football player, when he started getting to his faculties, right, and he's communicating through pen and paper right now, the first thing he asked was, did we win? Yeah, he won the game, Fucking yeah. awesome. Yeah, Fucking yeah that's awesome. awesome. Yeah. Yeah, so. I just thought we'd just throw right. that out there before we kind of get into our usual antics, so. Usual antics, just like Wrestle Kingdom 17 was this weekend, gentlemen. What a freaking show, top to bottom, stacked. What are yeah, our thoughts? Um, well, you were the you watched it live, didn't you? I did. Man, I don't know how you could have done that and stuff, but uh, I took a nap. Yeah. So, <laughs> so I know you saw it in its entirety. I I watched it last night after I got home from work. Um, Joey K, Sean, did I, did you guys watch any of it other than what we were watching? I, I, I literally, the only bit of it I've watched is what we were watching pre-show. That's it. What yeah, about I've you, seen Joey? Some clips and I know highlights. I, wa- I watched the biggest matches, the the like, so like maybe like half the show. Mm-hmm. Um, nice. highlight highlights of the rest, but yeah, yeah, it was a really good show, and I mean. Those of you who are kind of new to New Japan or have never really watched, you know, uh, Wrestle Kingdom is their WrestleMania. Like, that's their first show out of the year. They start every year off with their WrestleMania, and it's always usually is, is a banger and stuff. And, I mean, this that year's was definitely no exception. I mean, I mean, we had, you know, a lot of great title matches. 
um, you know, some su surprise debuts or, you know, depending on if you call it a surprise, because I mean, I think it was pretty much one of the worst kept secrets that, uh, you know, Mercedes Monet was going to be on the show and stuff. But I mean, I loved it. I mean, I, 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 I thought, and I think it's pretty obvious, at least to the four of us here that we've already seen one match of the year candidate, you know, on that show last night. I mean, I, I've gotten nothing but good to say about that show. What say, what about you, Jovan? It was an amazing show top to bottom, just to throw out some real quick information for everybody. Uh, Kyrie saying, uh, Kyrie, excuse me, the stardom women's champion beat Tam Nakano for the belt, or she defended her belt. That's when we got Mercedes Monet's debut, which is formerly known as Sasha Banks. Awesome debut. Good pickup for New Japan and Stardom. Uh, looks like they're getting their match in February when Stardom starts their U.S. tours. So I think we got. I thought it was a New tours. Japan show. It's a joint product, but I think okay. Stardom is oh. the one taking the, the lead on it. Yeah. Um, to go into more, uh, FTR did drop the IWGP Tag Team Championships to Bishamon, which is Hiroki Goto and Yoshihashi. Uh, the Silver Wolves. Pretty pick. damn good team. Oh, they get a team. lot of love. They don't, but they were good. Um, back to the Silver Wolves pick. Zack Saber Jr. did defeat Ren Narita for the first ever IWGP TV Championship. Well hideous done, belt. Nice. Hideous belt. Yeah, my very, the was my very first show. It was your very first show. Your it was my very first, first show. I made that pick. Your first big oh, wow. shot with us came to be true. Um, the good bad guy Tomatonga beat Carl Anderson for the never wait open belts. I such a mark. Was that really Tama, a surprise man. to anybody? That wasn't really a surprise no. to anybody, was it? Carl needed yeah. to drop that belt. No, yeah. it was it wasn't a surprise, but it was really just good to see Tama finally get his singles title win. Yes. At Wrestle Kingdom. Yes. I mean, yeah. That's... And the, the match was good too. The story yeah. in the match yeah, was, was. Really good. I mean, what? Tom has been in New Japan for what? 14 years? His whole career almost. Basically, yeah. However yeah. long. Yeah. I mean, and, and finally. So that was the highlight yeah. of that match. It was, it was, and it was oh, a I solid can't... match too. Yeah. yeah. And you think about, and you think about the history between those two because. You know, we're coming up on this year. We're going to be celebrating in May. We're going to be celebrating 10 years of Bullet Club. Those two started Bullet Club. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Hey, did you guys happen? Like, this Bullet Club is the reason why I'm bringing up. They have a deal with Under Armour. You can now buy Under Armour Bullet Club gear. Oh, that's badass. Sweat it is, oh, I didn't is know badass. That. Right, here's the catch. Here's the catch. You can only do it. You can only order it and get it in Japan. Oh, I thought you were going to say you can only order through pro wrestling tees. Nope. You can only get it. <laughs> I, I know a guy. So I know a guy that could probably get it. Okay, I don't know. I don't know if you know this or not. I know a guy, too. He's called Google. Come on, you, Shirai you go, Ryu. You're going to have to help me. They out. have online stores in Japan where you can actually go online and buy this this stuff, dude. I don't know if you <laughs> okay. knew that or not. Ooh, I did not. Um, you're kidding me. <laughs> <laughs> Keep on going on New Japan. We've got uh, 
in his retirement match, the great Muda, Kijimoto, <coughs> matched up with the ace, Hiroshi Tanahashi, and Shota Umino to beat the LIJ, which is, of course, Sonata, Bushi, and Naito. Um, Hiromo Takahashi. Not his retirement yet, just his final New Japan. Oh, it's his final New Japan match. Yeah. One thing I wanted to say that I. One of the things that I really wanted to say that I really liked about the commentary during that match was when all the guy when the guys from LIJ came out, like when um, Bushi came out, like he came out with the Muda style mask, and they brought. But then when Sonata came out, they brought up the the history Sonata had with Muda because I think Muda trained Sonata was one of his first trainers and stuff. And then obviously, you know, with Naito, I just I loved what you know the comment and and that commentary team, uh, Kevin Kelly, I think it was. Uh, uh, Chris Charlton or something I can't remember. And then Gino game. Those guys are great. I love that that trio. They build each match, man. They they give you yeah. the reasoning behind it all. Yeah, and uh, props to that commentary team for not mentioning that uh, Muda called Shinsuke a very Come offensive, on, man. a very offensive slur the other night. So uh, it, yeah, it, that it, was good on that commentary there. It was just his English, man. You know, lost in translation sometimes. No, that pretty much he, he said it correctly. And he used it he used it in the context that I think he wanted to. I mean, the man kissed the mist out of him. What do you want from him? <laughs> Moving on. Probably probably not to say that. Moving on. on. I, feel like, I, feel like you're, I, I feel like you're being way more generous to, to Muda than you ever would Hogan. I'm just saying. And then also too, Javon, we also had the the tribute match to Antonio Inoki on the pre-show as well too, which was a really nice touch. A, that was a that was a really touching segue there, DDJ. You really kind of the, moved it right along, didn't you? The Inoki yeah. tribute. You have <laughs> Yuji Nagata, Satoshi Kojima, Togi Makabe defeated Tetsumi Fujinami, Minoru Suzuki, and Tiger Mask. Yeah. That was like the pillars, the past, the present, all in one for New <laughs> Japan. Um, also, yeah, yeah. IWGP Junior Heavyweight Championship. <laughs> we got a new champion with Hiromo Takahashi taking the belt off of Taji Ishimori. Uh, Esper- <laughs> El Desperado and Master Wado were there too. Um, <laughs> Still laughing. Then... You you know what you haven't you you never looked any better with that mask on by the way. What's that? Oh. You never looked any any better with that, you know with that mask on, man. Oh yeah, that's real big coming from DDJ, the fucking Rocky Dennis lookalike every week. Yeah, good. Hey hey kids, Google that one, Rocky Dennis. <laughs> Tell me what you think in the comments. Oh, it's in 4K. Trying to keep it. <laughs> Going do, here. Do you have that one on, on your 4K Blu-ray list, DDJ? Is it right next to Police Academy? <laughs> I got him. I got him. Bottom corner, folks. I got him. <laughs> Spitters are quitter, Sean. Don't yeah. do that. Anyway, <laughs> match of the year nomination already for Kenny Omega versus Will Ospreay for the U.S. IWGP title. <laughs> Can <laughs> Omega takes the match in a hell of a match. Go watch it if you can. If that's the only match you watch from the night, you've done yourself a service. Then, of course, the god of wrestling, Kazuchika Okada, defeated Jay White for the IWGP World Heavyweight title. 
And I'm kind of getting tired of saying that. So, <laughs> yeah, Okada doing Okada things, winning the title at Wrestle Kingdom. Yeah. Okay, so, so in other so news, this, grass is green. Like, so this, 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 this begs the question. Is, is is Okada basically New Japan's version of Roman Reigns 2015? No, he's he's New Japan's version of Hulk Hogan. No, he's New oh. Japan's version of John Cena 2013. Okay, oh, I like that. That's I like a good that. one where he yeah. buried the whole fucking core. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Look, just a man in a shovel, baby. Just a man <laughs> in a shovel. <laughs> like, the like Okada's, shovel. I, Okada's great. And I think everybody here really loves watching him work, but oh hell, it's it, it's it's become clockwork, you know. Like Wrestle Kingdom season, Okada's in the main event, and he's probably yeah. winning the title. And uh, <laughs> you know, it, it, it becomes a little, you know, predictable. Predictable. I can't. I can't fucking look at this guy. I, I I'm I'm like looking up and away from the camera right now. I can't. I can't see it. <laughs> You're on the street. Jesus Christ, DDJ. Are you okay? That hat's in 4K. Was uh, it? Is that the Police Academy edition, bud? <laughs> yep, limited the edition. Police Academy Criterion Collection? Is that, is that on there? It's on the Police list? Academy Steampunk. It's the, it's uh, a, it's the it's one they didn't official. release. It's official. Official merchandise. It's official uh, merchandise. So, All right. So. One, of the things, <laughs> one of the things I want to talk about... Um. When you go back to that four-way uh, junior heavyweight championship match, I, I really love the story of Master Wado during that. Like how they could, were basically, it just, it felt like they were building it up for him to take it because they say, oh, he's so close, he's so close, he's so close. And then at the end, he was so close, but yet it, it got away from him. I, re- I just, I really love that story during that match. They've done Wado this way the last three years in a row. Any big match he's in, Master Wado always seems to fumble it. Um, I kind of want to see him get his due too. Poor Blue Will. DDJ. I mean, your fucking build up on there. He he just gets so close and so close, and I, I mean that's that's it's tantric sex you're talking about. I, I mean, I don't. I don't are are you edging? Is this a new thing in your household? I don't know. You can't release. You cannot release. You don't get the Kenny Omega release. Nope. Talking about. The Kenny Omega release. It's the mask. It's got to be the mask, dude. It's the mask. Yeah, he's he's in rare form. Full disclosure, it's bugging the fuck out of my eyes. <laughs> <laughs> it's the smoke. <laughs> it's the smoke going in the eyes. Jesus fucking Christ! I can barely keep him. Up. I feel like I have pink eye. It hurts. It's like I'm like, what the fuck? You know how you get pink eye? No, I'm just joking. Anyway, Kenny, Kenny, I want to know. No, tell me, tell me, Javon. <laughs> Are you speaking from experience, Jovan? No, no, I'm not. It was an old South Park joke where they yeah. took him to the strip club and they put his face in the stripper's ass. That's how you get pink eye. Or just, or just so that's how the zombie outbreak started on that Halloween episode. <laughs> you just fart yeah. in somebody's pillow. You just fart in somebody's pillow, yeah. <laughs> if you bare ass fart in somebody's pillow, sauce handy. nature takes its course. Did you just say the worst sister sauce? Yeah, remember? Yeah, it's Worcester. It's Washer sister. It's Worcester. I don't want to hear anything about your sister. You fucking illiterate asshole. <laughs> it's Worcester sister. Hey, wait, wait, you just called me an illiterate asshole, Javon. I got another question for you. Okay. Um, oh, here we who go. was the guy that uh, 
Shawn Michaels beat for the Intercontinental title at the second In Your House event. I know this one because we just gonna, recently saw this on Such Good Shoot. That you're, was you're gonna yeah, get choked out the next time I see you. If you <laughs> I think it's really insulting, and, and this is for the audio listeners. You know, dude, I've been nice the last couple face, weeks. I haven't been picking on him. I, I haven't. I've just. It's funny because your face you know, is super You just decided to fuck with me tonight, dude. What's wrong? Are you not getting any at home? Is that what's going on? Are you frustrated? Wow. Edgy, did frustrated. The, did she delete all your downloaded porn? Delete. I mean, what's the problem? Sounds, sounds like DDJ is tired of all the edging. <laughs> he just keeps getting so close, so close, so close, but lost okay. at the end. Let's go back to Omega. Kenny Omega hot take, man. Kenny Omega in New Japan reminded me during Wrestle Kingdom why I love Kenny Omega. I don't know why we can't get that Kenny Omega in AEW. It's it's just a complete mishandle. Silver Wolf. I know why. I know why. Silver Wolf. Because he don't have to do that in AEW. He's an executive producer. That's why him and those other two fucks wrestle only when they want to uh, wrestle uh, and go sir. over whenever they choose to. Their name are the Bucks, not the Fucks. Yeah. We've been over this. And they're executive vice presidents, yeah. not executive producers. Well, whatever. Yeah, that's why. He don't have to fucking work there, so he don't. It's sad because he's a great worker. Yeah. yeah. Well, he, I, I, I'll, pick you back, I'll pick you back on what Jovan said, yeah. Because we were talking right before the show uh, start. we started recording. I've been piggybacking on Jovan enough. Because <laughs> <sighs> wow. Jovan and I sometimes share our brains. So. Does the great Muda know about that? The great Muda does know about that. <laughs> That's a good one. He called us the same yeah. thing he did Shinsuke. No, it just we were talking about you know how it just you talk about you know this is the kid what made him fall in love with Kenny Omega. It just to me that's what made Kenny Omega so special to me was stuff like what we saw yesterday and that. And it's just I wish we would see more of that. You know, no, no, and and to be serious and not to cut you off of being dead serious, the reason why he's better in New Japan is because in New Japan he's being booked. Yeah. In AEW, he has to make his own decisions. There's nobody well, telling him what to do. He's also booked against the best of the best talent in the world right. in New right. Japan. Well, and I'm know. sorry. I'm sorry, AEW stands. Uh, the majority of Kenny Omega's opponents in AEW don't meet that criteria. Exactly. That's true. Yeah. It's a hard I reality. I mean, he can't wrestle Bryanson and fucking uh, what? who else? You know what? I got Every it. Night. Is there oh. anybody else besides Daniel that he can that can really go with him and keep up and oh. really do what he does? You've got the in, ageless. In AEW. In yeah. AEW. You've got the ageless wonder in AEW he can go up against, dude. Who? J E double F J Dude, that's not that's so not funny. It's almost fucking I didn't say his name, so we're good. Yeah, no, yeah. no, I'm not talking about that. It's just like anybody would think that he could have a match with Kenny Omega and it'd be good. Kenny can't carry that guy. Oh, that guy can't, can't even be carried by two guys. He's got Jay Lethal and two guys on the outside, and they still can't carry his fucking slow old ass. You know what? He needs to quit. Let's get down to it. Dynamite this week. Brand new show. Brand new look. I miss the old chandelier, but everybody apparently loves the fucking TV screens. I miss the tunnels. Everybody fucking loves the Trons. What do you guys think of the new look? I like it. It gives it a new look. I mean, I think we talked about how 
AEW, like the 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 what made it so special, like you know, this kind of worn off. You know, the honeymoon period's over, and I think they kind of needed a little bit of a change. And um, I I liked it. I mean, it gave the screens and stuff. I think it makes the entrances, like you know, when the guys come out, look cooler and stuff. So I'm I'm down with it. But man, what a show that was! And that crowd last night in Seattle, holy shit! Oh, that crowd was rad. I think that that was the reason why the show was good was because it was a Seattle crowd and they're very rarely there. I mean, have you ever gone to a Seahawks game or a Mariners game? Seattle's just that way, man. I mean, they're a they're a game. ecstatic fan base. And here's my, I don't do I like it? I, I mean, it doesn't look bad, but to me, it was kind of like you know how a married couple will go, all right, well, we're gonna move, we're in a new town, new start. That's the same fucked up marriage. It's just going to a different, different. No, dude, I'm not trying to be mean. I'm just saying, like, like, the problem isn't the stage and the setup and the production and all that shit. the The real problem is the storytelling and the behind the scenes and what's going on. And until they figure that out, it doesn't matter how pretty the outside looks. It doesn't make a difference. They can have lasers coming out their ass while they're wrestling. It's not going to matter if the stories aren't good and the fucking behind the scenes shit isn't getting taken care of. You still have wrestlers that aren't being used. Miro, Andrade. You know, I can keep going. There's like there's a list of guys that should be on yeah. there that aren't. Mm-hmm. I you agree. Know? And the, the, there's more problems behind the new curtain, behind the new digital, you know, screens, behind the new laser show. The problem isn't the way it looks. It's the it's the presentation. Well, I thought last night's presentation of the show on the whole was a very good show, man. No, it was a good show, but they do that. The stories you know, like were good. Have, Everything went well. They'll have one or two or three good shows, and then something will happen. And he gets a new shipment from Miami. I don't know. <laughs> I, I, you know, I don't know. I don't know. Let, let's I mean, let's let's dive he, in real quick to some of the highlights before we keep dragging the company, man. Because I don't want to go down and up and down and up. So no, no, no. I get up. it. So we're going to go here. Starks and Jericho start off the night, man. What are we thinking on this match? Ricky Starks is the main right before. DDJ's thought for everybody was Ricky Starks is becoming a main eventer right in front of our eyes. Yeah, I agree with that. I, I think last night was the best match he's had Yeah, to this point as a performer. I mean, from from that first promo with um, basically his coming out against MJF, and mm-hmm. you know, look, you can say what you want about MJF, but there's very, 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 very few people that can pretty much hold a mic against him, and and hold their own, and not yeah. look like MJF is helping you along. Ricky Starks didn't feel like he was helped along in that. Yeah. Ricky came out. MJF, all MJF did was give him his time and space and the facial reactions to respond to it and let him do what he did. And he knocked it out of the park. He knocked it out of the park, um, you know, in the, in the in-ring uh, back and forth with Jericho. Um, mm-hmm. And then, you know, he's, he's just been having, you know, matches of a lifetime week in and week out, you know, these past few weeks going on. He is absolutely becoming a star every single week. Yeah, yeah I agree. And yeah. and I don't know. I mean, he um, got completely game raped after that win, but you know, <laughs> yeah, so, that, was some, that was some prison shit, bud. I, Speaking I of prison shit, uh, no, 
Shouldn't I shouldn't bring that up? Should I? Okay. No, the, is the legal but... team going to censor me again? Yeah, it might happen. Oh, okay. We don't we don't talk prison shit no more. Um, yeah, but I don't know what it is about the real like the new setup that made Ricky Starks just feel bigger than life. Coming out, he looked like a star. Um, he felt the crowd treated him like a star. Yeah. And he felt like a big deal, and I think that was the perfect way to start the show up, man. They really, they really made him and let him take it to kind of launch himself with that win. So. And see, this is one of the things why I, I oh, really it's fucking hot under here. <laughs> <laughs> what is that, man in the mask? Fuck, man! It's it's really hot under this thing. <laughs> I can't really see Wait anymore. It's all this time, <laughs> Joey K was the caliber. <laughs> Oh, fuck you for that. That, that, <laughs> that was probably the worst insult. That's probably but the worst no, anyway, insult of the night. I love anybody. Max Excalibur on commentary, so I was actually trying to pay you a compliment. Nobody likes Excalibur on commentary. What What do you mean? I like Excalibur anyway, on commentary. What the? F- is that a Chicago thing? I, I don't know. I mean, the rest of the country doesn't. But um. anyways, as I was trying to say, this is one of the things why... I really, you know, no pun intended, appreciate Chris Jericho um, because he's he's gone. Like, think about what he's done in the last month. He tapped out to the swing, you know, Claudio swing. So that makes that move legit. He, he, he basically made it turn an unknown into, you know, a potential star with Action Andretti. And then he just, you know, made Ricky Starks look even more like a million bucks than he already does and stuff. I mean. Jericho gets it. Like Jericho's, do, you know, putting over the younger talent and the, helping establish them. I wish more. Up, okay. Time out. So, I I want to hear what your guys' opinion on this. Hot. Go ahead, you little marshmallow. So, you just said all these things that Jericho has been doing week in and week out, putting over other talent, younger talent, trying to build younger stars. After everything that came out that he said about the punk situation and how punk came in and wanted to work with the younger talent and get them over and have matches and things like that. And now all of a sudden Jericho talked all that shit and doesn't and allegedly doesn't want punk back in the locker room. So now Jericho's doing all those things. Just a little convenient. Also, Ricky Stark's highlight when he said Jericho looked like a fucking air fryer. I, I lost my shit. <laughs> yes. That was just that was priceless. Fucking love that one. It's it's actually I, I it's I honestly I never even thought about it, but the you know, he he's not wrong. I mean, it's He's not. He's not wrong. No, well, he's not. So I mean, I mean you got to think too before all this was going on, how many guys was he beating into the ground when he was Ring of Honor champion? Everybody that was the next Ring of Honor champion. No, I but mean, Mister. Had, let's 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 take into consideration who is he really helped and put over. I mean, he's still carrying Sammy. Because yeah, Sammy, but called. Sammy, that's not his fault though. Sammy, well, it's a little bit his go fault. away heat on his own though. Well, that's true. I'll Sammy's give you that. a shit bag. <laughs> <laughs> Nicely said, men in the mask. But. And I, I don't really have a lot of negative stuff to say about Chris other than the fact that I do kind of feel like, you know. Who did? Um, he, who did? You, who you don't. You, Besides you don't. Kobe. You don't shit on punk 
for not being professional and then go ahead and let it leak that you think punk is a cancer. I mean, that's not, you know, he's basically doing the same thing that he said punk was a cancer for doing. He's talking shit about punk because punk talks shit about somebody else. Yeah, but punk didn't do the job for nobody. He didn't do the job for nobody. He didn't even want the belt. It's documented that he did not want the belt at all. And for the record, Jericho was the AEW champ for the entire first year the company was in business, and he was 50 pounds overweight and could barely carry a match. But he carried the name recognition, which got everything going. And that's exactly why they put the belt on him, because they were a new company. I know, but you can't. I mean, dude, he... And I mean, mm-hmm. he in essence built Hangman Page into the dark. You know why he's having line. better matches with younger talent right now than he has in the past? Because the whole time he's been there, up until about six to eight months ago, he was fat. He was out of shape, and he didn't. Care. He's a fucking air fryer. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, <clears throat> give or take, he's a legend. He's a name in the business that people who weren't, you know, in the business knew. So he's going to hold that title the first time. And, you know, no, there's plenty of guys there that could have held the title the first time. I, I don't think so, dude. I, sure. yeah, I got to disagree on that one too, because really, at the time, okay, so let's go back. What have to you put it on, Kenny? Yeah. No. Kenny was the biggest star in the fucking world at the time, AEW. The whole reason why everybody was pumped about AEW but, was because but, of Kenny. But that's the, well, we were going to get to see Michael here in the face. To a certain extent, I agree with that, but you got to remember at the time, this was AEW is Kenny Omega's first major U.S. based promotion. He yes. was all he over can, the world. And how many belts did he carry overseas? He, all he of made, them. Yeah, but see, no, but let me finish. The hardcore wrestling fan knew no no knew who Kenny Omega was back in 2019 when he showed up to AEW. But did the cat? How many casual fans? Knew who Kenny Omega was. Your Monday night, Friday night only guys did not know who Kenny Omega was, dude. And that's they exactly, knew Jericho. And that's exactly why Jericho being the first AEW champion was the right decision over anybody else they had in AEW well, at the well, time. That's just something we're just gonna have to agree to disagree on that one because I and I that's fine. That, that's fine. That's, that's what we do. No, no, I know, I know, I know. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. And stuff. Yeah, so. I don't agree with that. Whatsoever. Another one that we're going to agree to disagree with: Darby Allen wins the TNT title off of Samoa Joe. I like I mean, that Samoa Joe didn't give a fuck about catching Darby when he dove off that ladder. <laughs> <laughs> Anybody? You guys saw that too? Yeah, I seen it. Yeah, too. yeah. He should have walked away. Like, All right, he, he should have yeah. just walked away. His Joe walk away. His was Joe great. walk away would have been sick right there. That yeah. Sick. Yeah, but I think that would have got him a lot of fucking heat. <laughs> well, like, dude, I don't know, man. Off I mean, the top of the ladder, you can't do the walk away on that. So he did the next best we're thing. Used was like, we're used to seeing Darby shuffle. We're we're used to seeing Darby splash himself. What I my my problem with the storytelling in that was, so we got Warlow, who's like this unbeatable machine. Joe's beating what twice, two twice. or three. And then the smallest guy on the roster since Marco Stunt left beat Joe. Well, yeah, he he you know hit him with the skateboard, man. You, you right. know, it, like 
I I get why they did it because it was probably for the hometown pop and stuff because they were in Darby's hometown in Seattle and stuff. I, Darby's not Darby's not going to hold that title long. I think Joe gets it back probably very quickly. I don't know. I don't I think, think I don't either think so. of them need the title. I think Joe's going to – the reason why they took it off of him was because they needed a transitional champion to get him over. So they put yeah, it on Darby right. because he's going to end up going back and working Ring of Honor from this point on because yep. that's, that's where I, he's at. I, that's that's a great take. I, I like that. That's I, I you know. I see Joe dropping. He's getting so this. And this feud with him and Wardlow is not over. I mean, he cut Wardlow's hair. So speaking yeah. of which, what happened to Wardlow? I mean, like you were just alluding to it just a little while ago, Javon, that you know, like at the, this or whoever you know was alluding now he was unbeatable. But did did he piss somebody off? Because I mean, man, they really pumped the brakes on him. I think they found out what we've been saying for weeks. He can't wrestle. He looks good. But he's a very, very limited skill set. It's that Goldberg effect, man. When you feed feed guys, it's the same thing's going to happen to Cargill when she finally loses. What are they going to do with her? Uh, hot take. She's actually been getting a bit better. A little better. A little better. She's not garbage. She's not the drizzling shits. She's trash. She's, she's doing the same shit she was doing six months it ago. It looks better, though. Nothing has changed. It looks better. No, it don't look better. You're just used to seeing it. Well, fuck. Like I said, she's not garbage. <laughs> she's not the drizzling shits. She's just trash. She's <laughs> just trash. Wow. Um, but no, I think that's, you know, Wardlow couldn't really carry a promo. He couldn't really do anything outside of the symphony of power bombs. And when the people got tired of seeing the symphony of power bombs, what do you have? Nothing. He's a young murder hawk, man. Just, oh, don't you fucking say that, fucking dude! If he that. look, and Dennis will agree, he'll tell you. I've said this before. If he was in the WWE, he's one year away from dancing in the middle of the ring with somebody. Anytime <laughs> WWE had this monster force, this just bigger than life guy, you know, by with after a year after they got done feeding him and letting him get beat up by everybody, he would be in the ring dancing with. Scotty too hottie or uh, you know yep. them other jackasses that Tyrus the Funkasaurus yeah you know he'd be do, they'd be doing that shit somebody call his mama you know yes somebody call my mama <laughs> and it's a shame because I think uh, the one thing that I think stood out the most about Dynamite this week is like I feel like Ricky Starks like, I think you guys both uh, we can all agree like he's arrived oh yeah. Yep. And the one thing I noticed when we were at the All Out Fan Fest, people love him. Dennis can attest to this. He wasn't one of those guys that you had to pay to see. Like he was one of the guys that they walked out and you got to meet for free. Yeah. And his long his line was the longest. They actually had to turn people away because he'd been standing out there so long that he was done. They had to let they had to tell people no. That won't be the case next year at Fan Fest next year. We'll be paying $75, $100 to get a picture and say hi to Ricky Starks. Let me, let me tell you about Ricky Starks, man. He's got that appeal, the crossover appeal. And I and I went to, fuck, what was it, All Out the year before, and the one that was in Florida. And the gay fans fucking love Ricky Starks, man. And I'm talking about both Spectrum and the gay. The whole LGBTQ community yeah. loves Ricky Starks, really? bro. 
I'm talking about we were inside the Jaguars practice facility because that's where they did the signing for the meet and greets. His was that line a revolution? Was, revolution, yes. Okay. No, Revolution was in Orlando. This one was in Jacksonville, so it was the year before. Oh, you're talking about during the COVID year? COVID year, yeah. Okay, okay. His line was back across the field because they had him on the little field long way. So his went, you know, a good 15 yards to the back and damn near to the entrance of the facility. And the entrance of the facility, they had it like a little wraparound line that S in. So when you get in, his line met that line. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. He he's a fucking star, dude. I'm a fan. Um, a fan. Hot take: I'm not a fan of Darby Allen. I don't really. Yeah, that's not a hot take. We know that. I don't want to see him anymore, man. I'm really tired of seeing him. Actually, I I feel like this kid's trying to kill himself every week he goes out there. Um, let's do a quick one, quick hit that's not on our list or rundown for today. Who who takes this belt off of him? Who do you want to see as your new TNT champion? Mm. That's good. Cool. That's a good question. Oh, I, 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 the, the, the man with no face. Uh, I heard, I heard him say hook. That's, that's yours, man of the mask. Yep. <laughs> oh, now he's getting a drink because that was a far away. No, he's not even getting a drink. He's on the toilet. <laughs> it's a real Philly steamer over there. Yeah. Um. So that. Oh, that is a really good one. That's a good one. Let me, you know what? Let me think about it. And by the end of the show, I'll have an answer. I'm I want a worker. You. What I want, I want a worker. I, I, I want a worker. I feel like it's either been, it's you know, we've had Sammy and Darby, right? Cody. Cody. Actually, I got someone. I got someone. And then we've had Wardlow and Joe. Joe. So, and Sammy's I've got been someone. What, two times, three times. Three times. Something like that. Yes. All right, dude, spit it out. If you're just going to keep interrupting me, go. Who's <laughs> house? No. You don't think Swerve? No. I think he'd be – I think he'd be – I think that'd be Darby versus Swerve. I think Swerve would be really good for the, with that belt. Dude, I just – here's my – and, and I'm, pro- I'm going to catch major heat for this, which isn't going to be bigger than the heat I caught last week, but – and I'll tell you guys about that if we do final thoughts tonight. Oh yeah, we will. Uh, I, oh, yeah, I'm going to catch major heat. I'm going to catch major heat for this. But here's my problem with Swerve. Number one, you're a hip hop mogul. That's what your whole hook is. Is you're a hip hop guy, and you have two of the whitest tattooed Aryan looking guys ever coming to the ring with you. <laughs> okay, I just I'll agree with you there. I do not. I don't. I don't get that. I don't yeah. get that. I feel like the best swerve we ever se- I've I've seen to this point was uh, NXT swerve when he was with mm. Hit Row. I feel like everything he was doing there was re- I just I I don't know I he's still looking for it in my opinion. I don't think he knows. I think well, he had a better idea who he was when he was on the Indies mm-hmm. because well, you see- know a lot. Think about these indie guys, man. When they're on the indies and they come up big, usually they're the top guy in their wherever indies they're working. Like Riddle was a top guy in the indies. Um, Swerve was a top guy in the area that he was wrestling in, as far as the indies go. And I don't, I mean, I know he worked all over the country, but Washington, I believe. Like I think he's in the same from the same area, started in the same areas like Darby did. Okay, so in the Washington, Seattle, Washington, Washington area. 
you know, everybody loved him. So, you know, he was a hometown boy. They knew, you know, he had an idea who he was. I don't know that he has an idea. I, I think he thinks he knows, but he don't. And the whole I thing feel- started, not to cut on you because no, I don't go ahead, do go it, ahead. But it all started when he left the Indies because Swerve's whole persona that Change. he built in the Indies coming out to freaking ain't nobody. He fucking got into it. Yeah, he just dude. fucking oh, got there yeah. and everybody Change. got into it. And now you come out and you can't use your music. You yeah. don't. You, you're not having a good transition. Yeah. WWE when he had his solo thing didn't really feel it. Yeah. Hit Row. All the entrance of all the guys of Hit Row. That made it, it because he he felt mm-hmm. it. He felt like he belonged there. Work. That's what's yeah. missing. He needs the, he, I feel he needs I, it. Well, let's see, so I say this you, a lot. I say this a lot, but I feel like he's playing wrestler. Like he's just not found it yet. Yeah. Let me let and me. Just I have a problem with you putting a belt on a guy who doesn't know who he is. He me, knew himself more as Deadshot than he does as Swerve. Kill shot. Kill shot. Yeah. Then he does a okay. So the reason why I I thought of Swerve was because I think. You know, obviously, if Darby's going to drop the championship, he's going to drop it to, you know, a, a heel. Like, to me, it would make the most sense, you know, to drop it to a heel. And, and, I, I, and I'm i just thinking of, like, you know, decent mid-card heels. And like I said, that's why I went with Swerve. I mean, again, it's my opinion. Yeah, no, I get it. You don't I get have it. to agree with it, and that's no, fine. No, but that's what I'm sticking with. Well, yeah. you don't got to die by that, buddy. It's okay. No, I'm cool. No, man. no, I get, no, dude. I get what you're saying, and I understand why you're saying it. I'm just saying, me personally, I just don't like. For me, I would almost. Here's the thing: you could take that T right now. That TNT Championship, it's the person that's wearing it that's kind of making the title, not the other way around. And yes. to me, if you're going to have a TNT Championship like that, then it needs to be treated like the Intercontinental Intercontinental Champion used to be treated years ago in the W in the WWF early WWE. The best worker on the card should carry that belt. And in my opinion, you take that TNT championship, you put it on Daniel Bryanson, and you have him or Brian Danielson. Brian Danielson, and you have him wrestle every fucking Wednesday night. You have him wrestle every Wednesday night. Wait, wait, okay, so no, hold on. my first thought. Yeah, that that was my first thought. Was you know <laughs> having having Brian Danielson like just have his last full year <laughs> run. Are you hearing voices? I'm just hearing voices. I hear voices in my head. Well, you should probably get checked out for that, DDJ. <laughs> <laughs> Anyhow, uh, yeah, so that was my first thought. I do I do like the idea of Swerve. I think Swerve's in the right spot to do it, but I do kind of agree with Sean, too, where it's just like he hasn't found it yet. I have a great pick, which I know isn't realistic, but, uh, and this is actually two takes. Um, <laughs> my my pick would be, especially because the title's on Darby Allen right now, is just having all out one big final match against Brody King, and have Brody King mm. as champion. However, I don't think that's going to happen because I think when the eventual Elite win next week and win the trios titles back, their first big challenge. Is the House of Black? All right, okay. I like that. Of course, too, and that makes it going off ways. I, if they put that belt on Malachi Black, I would be mad about it either. Yeah, agreed. I'd love to see. I'd love to see him get a chance to carry a strap, and you know, with this dude, Malachi, dude, House of Black is that's a pretty kick ass 
faction. Yep. And the fact so, that they they're they're still not using that up to the level that they could be. Mr. You know, those Wolf. Guys, those guys could stand up. They they should be you know competing for the trios championship. Yes, sir. Who is who was your pick for the for the workhorse other than Brian? Because I thought you said you had two. Or was it just Brian? No, it was just Brian. It was just Brian. I think okay. Joey K said he had two different ones. He meant he'd said Hook and he said uh Brody King. Yeah. Okay. So okay. I'm gonna tell you guys this one. And it's and it's gonna be a bit of a shocker because up till now he's been criminally misused. And I think the TNT title, honestly, and the only way I see this working is some type of tournament for the belt, right? You need to have a clear-cut challenger. There's no clear-cut challenger. They do a tournament style. But I think somebody that brings legitimacy to it, somebody that's kind of heelish right now, but they're not doing anything with them, I want to see Josh the Goods Woods, man, hold that TNT title. That's a worker. Yeah, if they gave, if they gave him a little bit more time on on AEW any some AEW programming like Rampage or Dynamite and stuff, I I, I just think right I I see it like the 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 Josh Woods fan in 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 me would agree with you there, but I just feel like right now, yeah, man, maybe that's why you mentioned the tournament thing, but I just I personally don't see that. But I mean, the tournament thing maybe that gets into a position where hey. You know, it's a free for all. Then I'm I, I'm kind of me. I'm Josh. Josh the Woods. I'm not. Oh. Not. I don't think he's bad. Like I. I. But he. He's just not somebody that I get up for. Like I don't get excited about it. I've not. I've well, only, there's not been the anything. He's, do Do you know who you get excited for though? Who, what does he get excited so, for? You know who you get excited for? She's back, Charlotte Flair. Charlotte. Wow. Doing it with flares, gentlemen. She is back in the WWE and already collecting titles on her first night back because why not? Right. Okay. So, so is she going to be 16 time raw champ and 16 time SmackDown champ? I think she was. Oh yeah. So are they just counting all them together and counting that as that many reigns as women's champion? She's 28 okay. time women's champion. No, so, no. <laughs> so people are already com- were complaining about, you know, that and stuff. So this is kind of like my take on it. First off, who else was on the SmackDown women's roster that could be, could have been considered a legitimate threat for Ronda Rousey? Nobody. Cause Ronda is legitimately doesn't work for nobody. Well, yeah. And stuff, but also too, because there were people complaining, you know, and this was something I don't know if Sean, because I know Sean listens to Busted Open, and um, and somebody had recently called in and brought up a really good point, you know, like okay, why does Charlotte show up and get a title shot? Okay, so like let's say when Shaquille O'Neal signed with the Los Angeles Lakers, he, did he what he, they started him right away because he's you know he's a really good player and he's a star. You don't sit there and put, you know, Shaq on the bench to start out when you got him with the Lakers. And I think the same thing applies with Charlotte. I mean, she is a legitimate superstar. In my, and this is, again, my opinion. You don't agree with it? That's fine. No, no, no. I, I, I completely agree with you in the sense of what you're talking about is as she's a performer, who she is as a wrestler, 
who she is as a promo, her character, all that. Here's my thing. If she was on Raw, they wouldn't have brought her in and put a belt on her right away. The reason why they brought her in on SmackDown and put her a belt on her right away is because, as we all know, Fox, the only reason they wanted her on SmackDown, Fox TV thinks that she's a ratings draw. So as soon as they came back, I'm sure they leaned in and said, okay, we just wrote you a big fat fucking check. We want the belt on Charlotte Flair. And if you think for one and, second, and to, be honest, to Fox, and, and, to be honest, and, and to be honest, they needed to get that title off Rhonda because to me, she's killing Rhonda, the business. She, she's, she's just not cut. In, in my opinion, she's just not, she's not, she's not cutting it. I mean, we just, well, I don't she's care. playing wrestler. She's playing wrestler, man. She's, she's not, not even really playing. She's not even playing job. wrestler, dude. No, she thinks she is. But like she's she not, thinks she's not doing a very good job of playing wrestler either. You no. would also, you would almost think she's like, you know, Nick and Matt's sister. It's Rhonda Jackson. Rhonda Jackson. Oh, that's wow. that's horrible. Same, same hair. The boys could actually go same though. Hair. Come on. Um. Yeah. No, dude. I saw something earlier from uh, Teddy Long. Teddy Long. Teddy Long. Teddy Long. Holla. 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 Be careful, or he's going to book you in a one-on-one match with The Undertaker. Teddy Long said, and he was quoted, that Ronda Rousey doesn't like to do business. That Ronda Rousey, as a athlete, is good, but as a wrestler, she doesn't love the business, so she doesn't do business. He stated that she should not be wrestling because she does not love the business. She's one of the people that go in there and take what she can from it and leaves without doing jobs all in all it, it's just sounds like teddy long is saying she's just there for the money you know what he's 100 percent correct and i'm gonna i'm gonna and i'm gonna i'm gonna give you the exact opposite i said it uh last week brock lesnar brock lesnar is an attraction just like ronda rousey is an attraction okay yeah. but brock is he does business. His heart's in the right place. Mm-hmm. When he wants to work with you, he'll work with you and he'll make you look like a million bucks. Yeah. He'll have a great match with you. He will he will make money, of course, because he is there. He's a businessman. He's there for the money too. But as much as he's there for the money, just like Rhonda is, he he knows it. He he gets it. He gets the business. And he's he's one of the boys. She's not. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I think over the years he's kind of grown to respect the business so much more than when he first started out. I, I would. Oh agree. yeah. Mm-hmm. Don't don't let the wife hear you talking good about Brock Lesnar too much over there, Silver Wolf. No, yeah, I, you know, and I, I said this a while back, like this new inter- this new iteration of him, like it's more. I don't know, man. He just seems more human, more, you know, where and. You know, a lot of things came out over the last couple of years. I mean, the guy suffers from anxiety and stuff like that, too. And he's not comfortable around people. And if you believe you know, I, uh, Terry, he's also not very blessed below. So I don't I don't know about all that. Oh, wow. Okay. Just, yeah, I don't I don't care. I don't really care about that. But I just done. I think he's just more like he's more comfortable with who he is and what he's doing. And, what, what, and it's what, not what, just. What was that uh, premiere, Joey K? Uh, yeah, his, his, little, little, his little bork. 
It's not even a Brock. It's a little Bork. It's Bork. It's baby Bork. I wonder if they walk around the locker room and just call him Tuna Can. I don't... You know, I, 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 I'm going to be honest with you. I don't know if her coming back and then putting the belt on it is the right move or not. I mean, I don't think it was a bad move because I'm not a real big fan of what Ronda was doing. Yeah, I'm, I'm actually – I'm fine with it just because I was so anti-Ronda. Yeah, that, um, here's my – here's my it was good. one thing, and I brought this up a couple times, and I think I threw it in the chat that night. I don't get this fucking ring gear that they got Charlotte – walking out in and to me this was kind of like when they cut flair's hair and said we're going to change her name to spartacus and you don't need to change her up man she yeah her everything that she did before has ever done in the business has worked and she did it all without the fucking bondage gear she just it didn't she didn't look comfortable it did not look like her it just it's not she's that's just not who she is they need to just let her be her and you know, she don't. She's a, a pro wrestler, man. She's as authentic and real as Ric Flair ever was. Rick never changed. You never seen Rick wearing long tights or any of that shit. I mean, Rick was Rick from the beginning till the end, and still, even now, the only thing he does different is he throws a t-shirt on because he don't want anybody seeing his saggy tits. But <laughs> I don't. But like, I didn't. She just didn't look when she come walking Amen, out brother. in that. She just didn't. It didn't. It didn't look like her. She didn't look comfortable to me. It just wasn't what I, I mean. Bring back the robe. Bring back your original gear. Just let Charlotte Flair be Charlotte Flair and quit trying to reinvent the fucking wheel every time somebody comes back to TV. That's the problem with WWE. Well, she's been gone for a while. Let's change it up. Why? There wasn't Why? anything wrong with. There's nothing wrong with what she's Charlotte Flair. She isn't, she don't need a gimmick that she has been Charlotte Flair from their first match in NXT until now. She, you don't need to change that up and she doesn't need flashy new ring gear. Just let her wear what she wants to wear, man. I just, I don't get that to me as a, you know, it's just one of those things. Like I don't, you don't, you don't take the ass off Superman's chest. You don't cut Ric Flair's hair and you don't change Charlotte Flair's gear. You just don't do that. I don't, you, know I don't get else, that. you know what else you don't do? You don't hold money in the bank outside of the U.S. <laughs> oh, what a segue. Gentlemen, they are moving you learn a money. There, DDJ. <laughs> what was that? You can learn a thing or two about segues there, bud. Real awkward. <laughs> you know, I like this version of JK better when we don't see his face. Yeah, well, <laughs> wish I could wish I could say the same there, Chief. <laughs> Money in the bank this year will be in the O2 Arena in London, England, guys. They are going across the pond for one of their marquee shows this year. What are we thinking about the decision to move Money in the Bank to London this year? <laughs> I don't fucking what. What, what, what I, so I think a Saturday event at 11 a.m. Big fucking deal. Yeah, pretty much something like that. I think it's. I think they just wanted to be able to say they had the, they made this many pounds of money. I don't I don't know, dude. I, I don't get it. I don't get it. I mean, this isn't NFL Sunday night football in London or money. I I don't. It, you know, they've had how many overseas big big pay per views? Like when was the last um, WrestleMania was over there? The year that the SummerSlam, the Road Legion, SummerSlam, yeah, or was it SummerSlam? That was the last time that they were there, right? Yeah. Well, they just had Clash Did of the Castle. Yay. 
They just had yeah, but that's not Cardiff, London. but that's not London. Not just the castles, like a new PLE. That's not. It's not SummerSlam, Royal Rumble. But it was Mania. still a PLE, which technically SummerSlam was. I mean, no, and I mean, no, they, no, they no, had no. another event. In, it's a PLE in the sense that people have to pay for as well too. Like in the late '90s, early 2000s, you know, insurrection or yeah, that's what you get what I'm trying to say, right? Why are they putting one of the big it's shows? It's not a big paper. It's not one of the bigger. It, it, why are yeah. they taking a big show? Is what I'm trying to say. So that's my point. other people over the somewhere else in the world can experience it. I mean, I don't honestly see what the yeah, fuck them the, the <laughs> issue. <laughs> <laughs> DDJ broke there because well, he wanted part, to say it, but he didn't want to say it. I'm just, I'm just saying what you're the, thinking. Fuck as it. far as the PLEs go, I mean, I guess if I'm going to lose one to overseas, money in the bank's probably the one to lose. I mean, yeah, I mean, what would you rather? Would you rather them have Survivor Series or the Royal Rumble or? Uh, you guys know how I no, feel. No, about I would rather them not have major pay per views in London. I don't. They could have the minors, the wrestling so, backlashes. So, so are you also yeah. – this is just – I'm yeah. just curious. Do you feel the same way about having NFL games in London? Yeah, I don't really understand that either. That just is just more fucking it's time away from home. Market, the like it's trying to expand the yeah, market. Dude, one game in London every year isn't expanding your market. Expanding your market means you're starting a franchise in that area where you have NFL teams over there. You don't. You take the sorry-ass Jags and you move them to fucking wherever, Fulham or whatever. I mean, the you have Tony NFL Cons Europe, but that's like is. Canadian football. Yeah, I mean, it's – I don't – I you know I don't I don't get to me those most of those games when they do them overseas like that they're basically just exhibition games anyway. How long have they been trying to expand that fucking market? It's not working. They don't give a fuck. Yeah, they don't. The only football they give they care about is the the one you actually kick with your foot. Football is life. Football. And that's why the soccer over there. Yeah. Soccer over there is the number one sport, man. NFL. It's going to be. There's nothing that will ever topple that. I'd like to see our Raider fans go against those football hooligans. Soccer hooligans against Raiders fans. That would be a great fight. Those Raider fans would get their asses kicked against those. (laughs) I was just going to say, yeah, those Raiders fans don't have a chance, man. Wow. You're talking about IRA. You're talking about IRA members, man. Those guys have been fighting wars over there for like the last 20 years. We've <laughs> been a civil war in Ireland for 20 years, bro. <laughs> It'd be like going to fucking Iran and going, let's see if our guys are tougher than these guys. These guys sleep with MAs and shit. They don't fucking give a shit. Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> fucking Raider fans. They're in Vegas now, dude. <laughs> I meant like the real Raiders fans, dude. The real fucking Oakland fans. But no, that's okay. You're you're taking IRA against Compton every day. I hear you. (laughs) Gentlemen, it's time for final thoughts. We're an hour and six minutes. What's that Sean start? He said he had a big one, so (laughs) he's got a bigger one than Brock Lesnar. It's not a bit one. I don't don't know if it's bigger. Dude, from what I heard. It's probably thicker than (laughs) I will say that. It's all about that girth. Go ahead. Got that girl certificate spilled out so, there over there. This is a. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> All three. Oh All three. 
man. That was a good one. The man <laughs> in the mask. He's on fire, baby. So this is kind of going back to my little rant last week on our, our New Year's Eve show. And I, I know that I got a little worked up about the NWA title and, and who it's on. And I got a message from <laughs> a, a friend of mine up. down south. I, I got a message from a friend of mine down south and I'm not going to say who it is and, and don't ask. Cause I'm not going to tell you. It's not, that's not the issue and it's not important, but what I did not like and what I didn't appreciate was, you know, uh, him and a couple people basically telling me that for whatever reason I got political newsflash, bitch. I didn't get political. I am, I am not the one that put a wrestling belt on a performer so he could go on Fox News. That was political. The decision to put the belt on that guy who can't perform isn't a wrestler. And I think we can all agree he's pretty much a joke as far as an in-ring performer goes. Mm. Um, I might have got carried away by calling him a fat ass, but am I wrong? I didn't think so. Okay. The guys, the guys that drink the shits in the ring. Whoever he votes for, whatever show he's on, I could give two fucks. Other than yeah. you made a power move to put a title on somebody that you know is going to get national exposure and try exactly. to bring more more eyes in. So I understand that point. But let take the politics out and take everything away from it. The guy stole the drizzling shits and shouldn't be the fucking NWA champion. Thank you. So and, and that was my I point. Agree. And I think somewhere somewhere in the translation. Uh, apparently there was a few people who thought that I was trying to politicize my personal political beliefs. First off, you don't know my personal political fucking beliefs. Cause I've never once said, them. Nope. I've never once said how I feel about anything. If you want to know, find us on Facebook. We got a group. You can message me anytime I, I, you want. I'll be more than happy to go one-on-one with you and tell you my personal political beliefs. But this is a wrestling podcast which is why i was talking about a wrestling company putting a nationally known historical wrestling title on a performer because that performer was on fox news i didn't make it political billy corgan made it political by putting the bell on that person now if you can't deal with me calling a spade a spade that's your problem. But let's not get caught up in and get it twisted up. I didn't do anything or bring anything up about Fox News or any of that stuff until Billy Corgan put the belt on them. I have said numerous times, and DDJ can verify, this is a wrestling podcast. There is no place for our personal politics on this. And I would never, ever in a million years shove my shit down somebody else's throat because you're not going to do it to me. And I'm not going to do it to you. Well, I have to take all. I'm not going to apologize for what I said because I didn't say anything that wasn't accurate or true. No, I, I will I, apologize I, for getting beat up and personally attacking the guy because, yeah, he's a big dude and I shouldn't call him fat. That's not correct. And I shouldn't do that. But can 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 I get an apology for you shitting on me and the Cowboys? While you're no, handing no, them out? no, you cannot. No. And that wasn't political either. That was just, you know, you just you deserve it because you're a Cowboys fan. And I like you other than hey, that. John, so John, I mean, you know. And we you definitely weren't getting political talking about you were just speaking the truth. Well, I just dude, I mean, I don't 
this isn't going to be something that I'm going to have to, I'm going to deal with every week. You know what I mean? This is fun. And I love being on here and talking about professional wrestling and talking about the sport. We love having you here, man. And I love talking to you guys and it being a part of it. But if anybody's going to start trying to change this shit and attack me because they feel like I'm being political, you, you don't know my political affiliations. You have no idea who I am, what I've been, where I, what I've done, where I've been. You have no idea. None of you do. For, so for anybody to just assume that I have a problem with somebody. my One of my best friends is ex-military, God-fearing, Indiana, red state loving. We don't agree on a lot when it comes to our. I know who exactly you're talking about there. But I could call that guy right now and he would be here if I needed him. I don't care. I don't have friends based on who they voted for in the last election. That does not matter to me. I am talking about wrestling. Professional wrestling, professional wrestling performers and the companies that employ them. If you have a problem with professional wrestling being politicized, my suggestion would be to, you know, send an email to Billy Corgan, NWA.com, and tag him on Twitter and let him know how you feel because he's the one who did it. (laughs) I could care less what you think about what I think because what I think has nothing to do. My the, the political stuff I, I didn't I've never even commented on it and I won't not on this if this is not the place. We talk about wrestling here and wrestling companies and performers, and we've talked about it every week that I've been on, and we've all said things that maybe we shouldn't say at times, but it's usually in jest mm-hmm. and fun. And if you guys can't laugh about it, then that's kind of your problem. So I, I, would I like want you to be a part of the show. I don't want to lose you as viewers, but if you have a problem with what I'm saying, you have our Facebook group, please feel free there. The, it's all at the end of the, this episode. You'll be able to get the information. Please feel free to message me one-on-one. I'll be more than happy to talk to you one-on-one. Okay. Well, okay. So right. I would like to, before I give my final thought, I would like to, and I'm sure that, Jovan and Joey K will back me up on this is man, no matter what you say and no matter, you know, who gets offended by it, Sean, you know, we got your back in this. So, I mean, you haven't been censored like the mask man. Up there, so I guess you're doing okay. <laughs> He's come close, but no, but no, for me, I'm just saying, you know, again, we're, we're in a new year. Uh, well, I mean, I'll be honest with you for a little, I, I actually went back and watched the segment over to make sure like a, a couple of times to make sure that I didn't say anything that I, cause I know I got pretty heated and I think I was drinking that night too. So not that I'm using that as an excuse. I'm a grown man. I can handle my alcohol. If I say something and I, somebody deserved an apology, I'll give it. I, I just don't feel like I said anything that deserves it. Once again, I would like to interject my apology for the Cowboys, but we'll let it go. Yeah, that's so fine. You ain't getting it. You're not getting it. That dog don't hunt, brother. That dog don't hunt. Sorry. But so, so for me, you know, we're five, as of this recording, you know, we're five days into the new year. And again, you know, every, I'm glad everyone out there. You know, hopefully had a great, you know, holiday, great new year, you know, did what they wanted to do. 
they listened to our public service announcement and didn't do anything stupid and that. So, but I mean, it's just, it's, it's, if, if Wrestle Kingdom gave us any kind of indication, I think 2023 is going to be a really damn good year for pro wrestling. I mean, four days in and we've already got one match of the year um, and, and that. So, and it's just, it's always fun. It's always a great time to be a wrestling fan. Like I said, this could be a really good year. And I mean, I'm glad that like Sean said, cause I know Sean's very passionate about this show. You know, he's extremely passionate he's been kicking all forms of ass since he's come on, you know, and be joined and become one of us. I think we all had, we're all passionate about this show. We all love doing this show and it's, you know, it's just something that it gives us an outlet to talk about our takes and our views on what's going on and everything. And you know what, as evidenced by this show, we're not always going to agree with each other. Like, I think this has probably what been one of the, the shows where I think where we really haven't agreed a lot. Like, I think, I don't want to say divisive, but it's like, it's just that a lot of us really, most of the time, you know, we're all pretty much like, Oh yeah, that makes sense. Or that's a good call and stuff, but we didn't have a lot of that this year, but the sheer fact, that we have this show and we can discuss have different, different, different differentiating opinions and that kind of stuff. And yet remain civil and, you know, respectful of each other's opinions. To me, that's one of the things that I love about not only the show and like you guys, but most wrestling fans in general, because the good wrestling fans out there, you can have these types of discussions. And again, you may not always agree, mean and, and that but and but that's okay i just i wish that we would see more of those types of wrestling fans than the types that we see where you know if you don't agree with someone then you're wrong or whatever and and stuff like that and it's just to kind of you know go off what sean said you know about the show we don't try not to get political on here because we all know what happens when things go political it you know it's it's never usually ends well and stuff. And that's why I don't discuss politics with anyone. I mean, Sean mentioned about, you know, not knowing his politics. Sean and I have been friends now for about seven, eight years. And I don't think we've had one political discussion, but we don't need to do that. No, we don't. We don't and stuff. But I mean, it's just what makes this. And, and I know I've, I'm, I know this has been all over the place and I apologize for that. But I will. The, I'm going to end it like this. Not one of us here is is the same. We're all different, but that's what makes this show great is because we all come from different backgrounds, different ways of life and stuff. But this one thing called professional wrestling has brought us here. And I think this, that, that professional wrestling thing is going to make be what, why this show keeps on going because there's going to be so many things that happen. We're all going to have different takes. We're all going to share them with you and stuff and we're going to have fun doing it. So just bottom line, here's to a great 2023 guys. Good take, DJ. Good take. I know it was all over the place, though. And I no, dude, that was good. It was pretty. Mm-hmm. The premier mask. Yeah, so I'm going to get real political here. The powers <laughs> that be. The censorship that is ruining the shooting shit universe right now is an absolute fucking disgrace. I just want it that was me, also. <laughs> also, it was me. Also, fuck them cowboys. 
and fuck Jeff Jarrett. Yeah! Uh, he looks a lot better in that picture than I've seen him before. <laughs> <sighs> that 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 was that was beautifully said. Thank you. That's very um, hard that, was so that was so eloquent. Very I can't see out of my fucking right eye anymore. It hurts. It's burning. <laughs> it's fucking burning. Oh my god. I, I gotta I gotta get a new mask next week. He's gonna rip the fucking eye open. Oh uh. Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> Why don't you just turn your camera off and take the mask off? Yeah, oh, fuck, off, I hate it. it He's going to look like Ace Ventura coming out of the damn rhino. Or the elephant. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, I usually my... look like that, but it's usually going into things, not out of it. Hey-o! Hello! Hello! Oh, Jesus. All right. My uh, final thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> We're a train wreck. I love this train wreck. Ah, you too. Well, guys, the best thing I could say is 2023 has given me hope in my favorite wrestler again. Because like all of you guys, there are times where I do get on my pedestal and scream from the high mountains that I am a big fan of Kenny Omega. And yes, people might be like, oh, hey. You know, hey. (laughs) I get it. I get it, right? And that's because they don't know the Kenny Omega that I know. And to see that Kenny Omega come out in Wrestle Kingdom and just put on the performance of the year right now, candidate for performance of the year, reaffirmed my love in pro wrestling, reaffirmed my love in the strong style, reaffirmed my love in Kenny Omega, because what we got is the cleaner, the actual cleaner, the real deal Holyfield, not the cheap knockoff version we get every Wednesday night on Dynamite. <laughs> so my thing is either you go all in or you leave it all alone. You're either going to be the Kenny Omega that's here on the Wednesdays. Or you're going back to being the best bout machine. I can't do this back and forth, back and forth. Because the marks who don't watch New Japan are not getting the real Kenny Omega. And the people who watch AEW are not getting the real Kenny Omega. And they deserve it. So either you say to yourself, hey, I can't be Kenny Omega every week and in week out anymore. And you save that Kenny Omega for pay-per-views, which I get. Or you stop playing around in AEW. When that contract expires, you go back to New Japan and you write out however many years you have left as the cleaner. Because God knows you're doing yourself and the wrestling world and its soul a disservice by being this joke of a cleaner on Wednesday nights. So my final thoughts, Kenny Omega, decide what you want to be and be it. And also to the pro wrestling fans out there, Stop gatekeeping. It's 2023. Nobody cares that you could name every entrance into the Royal Rumble from 1992. Nobody cares that you can remember how many hoes the Godfather had at 
X Knights. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. Here we fucking you think go. Shot at me here? <laughs> no, but that was a good one. Nobody, see, you got me off track. That was just a good example. Nobody cares that you knew that. Oh, see, I had two more motherfuckers. Spit it out, dude. Spit it out. You know what? You know what? Nobody I'm over here cares. fucking dying. <laughs> dying. <laughs> Run the music. David, have out. a good night. Tell the ladies in catering. the ladies in fucking payroll to the guys in catering to everybody well, staying this long. What do you got? Thoughts and prayers to Dustin Reynolds. He lost his mom the last couple of days. Give uh, a yeah. little love to the to the natural. Yeah, T's and P's there. T's and P's there. Run the music. Don't forget to like and subscribe to the show on YouTube. And find us on Facebook at www.facebook.com slash groups slash S-H-O-O-T-I-N-S-H-T. And thank you so much for watching.